everybody you're listening to another episode of shit gamers say this is the podcast for the week the time period the era of late september 2015 2016 shit this is episode 100 it's really really late 2015 it's really late 2015 we're in the 20th month of the year 2015 <laughs> wrapping around I'm your host, Joe. With me today, as always, is Peter. Hey. And it's episode 100. And oh. yeah, we Pack did it. Pack it up. Pack, Pack it, it up. up. So I have uh, the server is set to delete every single episode by the end of this podcast. So this will all be a distant memory, like a dream. Our social experiment has come to an end. Come to an end. And to cap it all off, I've brought in some special guests today. I have Kyle Hutchinson coming back on the show. Hey, guys. Hey, how's it going? It's me, Kyle. Shut up, Kyle. Oh, <laughs> oh but wait, I have a question. So, so, so do you think I'll be able to run the Oculus, the Oculus with, with my potato chip processor? <laughs> And then, also, I have Sydney Harmon with us today. Hey, Sydney! I hate all of you. You're all awful. I don't want to do this anymore. Good. Jesus Christ. May have crossed the line. It's okay. It's okay. This episode's getting deleted. Just like my social life. How are you doing? How's anything doing? Oh, man. What a it's week! Trying to fill time. What a week! What a goddamn week! And it's only Tuesday. <laughs> it's all, oh shit! You're right. <laughs> For just a <laughs> minute, I was about to agree with you, and then I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, work has been kind of crazy. So, in, or do you have a release coming out, or what? Uh, we had a release. Um. Oh I, God. I told you about this before. How we've been down on and off for like the yeah. past week. Yeah. Because, well, okay, they originally thought that there was a table that had gotten so large that there was a ton of contention on it. Oh, shit, yeah, this, this nightmare. Then, so they're like, okay, we'll, we'll do an update to... We'll, we'll start deleting uh, rows from the table. That didn't fix it, and it was, taking, it was taking way too long. It was, like, deleting... It was basically deleting, like, a million rows every few hours or something that's forever yeah and there was like 800 million rows of data so like yeah it's gonna take two weeks and they're like okay we can add an index even with the index it was gonna take like three days <laughs> i 
I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. So we were doing that, but we found okay, this is not this is not solving the problem. So when we found out that whenever we would restart a server, this would happen. Just tons of contention, and the entire site would go down. Like that doesn't make sense. And these weren't even like uh, backend servers; they were just the web servers. You just, so they just, found so they found out like oh okay so every time one of these web servers comes in it every every time one of these web servers starts up it is like basically doing some query <laughs> that is fucking everything up and it's not supposed to do that so there's something wrong with the API so like okay we'll patch it today they patch it like yeah it's all fixed you can restart your shit now we restart it immediately this the site goes down They're like oh we forgot about this one other oh god so <laughs> So now we had to do an, another emergency patch, and I think maybe it's fixed now, but I'm not sure. You think? Maybe. Uh, maybe. You'll find out tomorrow. I'm not on the API team, so I don't know the details, but they were... It was one of those things where we were already down for like 20 minutes, and they're like, well, it's going to take at least 30 minutes for us to get everything back up. They're like, well, if we're already down, we might as well do all this, this, and this while we're down to like since we're down we can do it faster now like mm-hmm. yeah what's what's the difference between being down for an hour and 30 and then instead of 30 minutes it's like well it's not a big difference yeah <laughs> and the the memes were flowing like this was before so before the wait memes yeah I'm, I'm in this chat oh god and this is before they even like pulled the switch on the update that was supposed to fix everything but didn't and they <laughs> they are sending out that meme of uh Samuel Jackson from um Jurassic Park saying hold your butts. <laughs> oh, hold on to your butts. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I was like, "Yep, we definitely needed that." Um, a bit of levity in a crisis. Yeah, and then when we were down, we were listening to Sugar We're Going Down and yeah. Man, you guys seem to have you seem to take this shit way more in stride <laughs> than you should, or than uh, I feel like you should. I mean, we were in a tough spot. Like, what are we supposed to do? I guess so. I just know, like, when we have shit go down, it's just like, okay, I'll get back to you, and then we all wait an hour, and it's like the emergency room of you're just waiting for someone to come I mean, back and be like, it's all going to be okay. It's I mean, like, that's no, the thing. We're not. all we're all waiting, and while we're waiting for these like queries to run, because. There was they were like oh the estimate is that this query will take at least thirty minutes so we're just waiting for this query to finish and while that's happening just hey let's throw some memes in here to lighten the mood it's, <laughs> it's got it's just a culture thing I don't even know if anyone on my team knows what a meme is oh my gosh it, it, they'd all be like okay well I'm gonna go pick up my kids people on my <laughs> people on my team definitely know what memes are <laughs> oh you say you say that like with great concern or with great like apprehension. I mean, they definitely know what memes are. Oh, they, it's like, they, oh no! I, I would say at least once a day, I get an email that's just a meme. It's just a, it's just a photo with some words on it. It's literally just a meme. Yeah. Oh my but god! It's usually like a response to something else, but that's just the whole email that's the responding to something else. The fact that it's still that is still like pretty like. I feel like yeah, I can't. I always think about doing shit like that to people. <laughs> but I'm never sure if it'll just like go over their heads and they'll be like, what the fuck is this? It's like uh, <laughs> me trying 
to bring some youthfulness to this dreary sack of shit. Just, nah, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Man, so hopefully it's all straightened out. Hopefully you won't have to deal with memes anymore or you'll deal with more more uh, spontaneous memes. I'm hoping. Yeah, non, non-coordinated, non-mood-lightening memes, just memes in general. General I, memes, I'll, we call I'll, them. You know what the meme that I get probably the most of, often? What? Is that office space meme where it's just like, yeah, you're going to have to work the weekend. Um. I was going to ask because <laughs> that's like, so that's the thing is like, it's one thing to like just post random images with text on them. I feel like those images though, like the office space ones just always sort of imply, I don't know. I, that one feels like the most not safe for work meme to post because it just seems, it seems to suggest something. It's, Mm. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty self-aware, but like, I wouldn't want like my boss to be like, Oh, is this what you think of this place? It's like, uh, uh, that's who I got it from was my boss. Okay. See that. See, that's how you know it's okay. That's how you know it's okay is when the boss says shit like that. Cause he's, he's like being sarcastic. Like, obviously you don't have to work the weekend just, you know, but I'm going to say that because it's funny. And, I'm and, scare, the, and it might scare somebody <laughs> that's under me, but then I'll be like, no, 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 you don't have to work the weekend. Let's you don't go. have to. But, but if, if the shit isn't done by Monday, <laughs> and I'm telling you about it Friday, <laughs> just saying. But you don't have to work the weekend. You don't have to. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, work is work is work. I'm one thing you guys can motherfucking patch is for some reason I'm trying to like turn off the heart sensor on my watch. Yeah. So I've like come to the conclusion that the way it's calculating my caloric burn using the heart sensor is probably like way out of like whack or just unnecessary. I don't know. Like I feel like it's doubling up because it use it tracks the active, the active calories based off of your steps but, you know, also when I'm walking, my heart rate can be anywhere from, like, 80 to, like, 110. And I feel like it's picking up on it when it gets, like, past that 100 threshold and doubling up on the calories I'm burning. I don't know. I don't know how this works. I'm just hmm. saying that walking 10,000 steps a day is, like, giving me about 700 to 800 uh, active calorie burns. And I'm not yeah, sure. I mean, that's... 10,000 steps? I it feel depends. like that's more than the 400 depends, to 500. It depends if you're getting like real high heart rate usage. But that's the thing. I don't think it it, sh- it doesn't seem to exceed ever like 100 or 110, like that range. Like, Yeah, I don't know. I don't usually... Usually I only get like um, intensity minutes or whatever the hell that we call them when I actually go running. See, that's the thing. I think if it crosses like the 140 threshold, that's when it starts factoring in the intensity minutes. I'm not crossing that. I go, I've go. i gone a few weeks without actually hmm. recording any intensity minutes. The weeks I choose not to work out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Either way, I've I always to get turn a off. few. I always get a few minutes where I'm just like, yeah, oh, yeah I was doing something there. Did something happened. Yeah, I you got, know. I got real excited. <laughs> got real excited. Fuck. 
So uh, yeah, so I'm trying to turn off the heart sensor, and I do it. For, I've been doing it for my watch, or I've been trying to. See, that's the thing is it it fucking re-enables itself. It did the same shit with the uh, move alert too. Whenever I turned it off, it would turn off. And then sometime randomly, like maybe after an hour or two, I'd realize that I was tracking my heart rate again. And I'm like, why the fuck are you doing this? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, so I, I I went into the app and I turned it off and I haven't checked it since then so that, I don't know, but there's like some inconsistency with the setting sticks. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's like resyncing with the app and it's finding that setting and overriding it. Do, which one has priority? Do you know which one has priority? Is it just um, based sure. it off of a timestamp or oh, something? Oh wait, are you are you setting it on the device? I I, I first set it on the device, hmm. and then I set it from the app, and I haven't checked it yet. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I usually do my settings it's still on, off. It's still usually, off when I set it off from the app. Yeah, I usually do my settings on the app, but um, okay, that's just because. I work on the app and stuff like that, so yeah. it makes more sense to me. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's... It's just... It's an interest. I wonder how it's prioritized. I don't know how it's prioritized, but either way. Because, I, I, yeah, that happened with the move alert, too. I would turn it off, and it would turn itself back on, and I don't know what I did differently. I must have turned it off from the app, because now the move alert no longer bothers me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I always keep that shit on, so... Ugh. I just I just want accurate calorie counts. This is literally all I've ever wanted. That's all I want. You know, it's bumming me out that the HR sensor has to go off to do that. It's funny, but you're um, very you're very finicky about it. Though maybe the, you might have some weird case that I'm just not in in uh that I'm just not know. having happen. To I me. mean, I went online to see what like, everyone else was saying and they're like, yeah, no, it, it, it can do that sometimes. And their recommendation was to just turn on the heart sensor when you're doing like workouts, which I think makes sense, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I, I guess I never looked at it that closely, but I'd never thought that my calorie count was that out of whack. I burn, between 2,500 and 3,500 calories each day, it seems, around that, around that amount. I mean, I've been religiously tracking my calorie intake, like my food and everything, for... A, we're approaching probably about the six-week mark. See, I don't do that. That's too much work. See, I mean, it's... I've gotten good with it, like... Plus, I I'm, cook so much of my own shit that it's, like, impossible to know. See, that's the thing, is I don't... I have not made, like, meaningful food... In probably about two or three weeks, when I do when I do make my own stuff, though, usually it's like, okay, well, we got some lettuce and then we got some meat. Yeah. And it's like, well, let's be frank here: the meat's gonna have all the calories. So if you ballpark that based off of its weight, you're probably gonna get a good estimate of like what you're putting in your body. Yeah. Point this being is, is this is what I had for dinner today. I got a rotisserie chicken from Costco, <laughs> and I made some pasta. And I took little little meaty bits off that rotisserie chicken, put it on top of the pasta, put some like sauce, like some tomato sauce on top of that, and then I had a side of like carrots and onions and shit that I like sautéed over with like olive oil. It's like how that's like thirteen different things. It's not gonna look all that shit up. I don't know how much. I that, mean, how many calories that is? There comes a point where you, I just kind of <laughs> like guess to an extent. Like it'll be like okay, pasta. Well, how much pasta is this? Well, it's you know it's probably not going to exceed 300 grams so i mean i I, again also i like 
buy a lot of stuff pre-made, so I have that convenience. It's the amount of pasta that I stick in my mouth. That's how much Ugh. pasta it is. <laughs> I don't need to hear about the noodles in your mouth. But, um, no, the point being is I've been tracking it pretty religiously, and I've been trying, you know, I and I kind of, I go off my calories burned. Like, I don't really set any arbitrary limit, and I try to, like, keep it under, like, you know, have run a deficit of 500. And I've been doing this for, like, five weeks now, and a deficit of, like, 500 calories a day should lead to some noticeable results. I'm still about 165. So, either... I mean, it, it depends. Um, your body can get, like, reach a point then that's the thing is I, I think I'm at that I'm, I agree with you I think I'm kind of like at that point where my body is like just fighting not to once you get to just weight. like yeah your body just gets to a point where it's just like yo dog this is just your natural weight <laughs> like, I guess so but like, but that just like does that just violates the fucking laws of thermodynamics at some point <laughs> like at some point like I, I understand like your body fights Wait, but it's not it like I'm to, gorging it wants to myself. Stay alive. Yeah, <laughs> but staying, but your weight is not necessarily indicative of st- is having the same weight does not keep you alive. It's having the nutrients to keep your body functioning that keeps you alive. And at some point, you run the deficit on the nutrients. Not that I haven't been trying to eat a well balanced diet. That's not the thing here. It's just the it's strictly calories in calories. <laughs> Point being is I don't think I'm burning 3,000 calories a day or every other day because I took 10,000 steps is what I'm effectively getting at. Yeah. Because we're getting to 800 calories, 900 calories, and it's like, no, I don't think that's 100% true. But that's just me. <laughs> Drinking probably isn't helping. I mean, I, no. I, tra- I track how much I drink, though, is the thing. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know. I had a bunch of stuff I wanted to talk about, and this has happened, like, about five years ago now at this point, longer than we can remember, back in month 10 of 2015. Uh, <laughs> no, I've, uh, I had a weird 10th of September which is a weird way of introducing this story, but it's, I it's a it's a it's a it's a grand epic, a grand tale, a tale of a day that did not end. Well, it did end because it's no longer the tenth of September, but it was long. So I woke up at six in the morning. This is, I think this was like the second weekend of college football. So I'm amped. I'm ready to go do shit. Yeah. Because I'm I'm obnoxious. I'm bad. You, I've been. You've been ridiculous. Dude, I've been every off day, the hook. every Saturday. I check. Well, every weekend, I guess. I check my my Snapchat, and I just know that it's gonna be you doing football shit and drinking. Because Basically, that's what you love. Because I'm an adult now. Is the thing. This is. See, I didn't think about this until recently. I'm now an adult with a job with disposable income. This is my first football season in this luxurious position. Before, I was still a kind of a broke college student, so I couldn't be as frivolous as I wanted to be, and I still had shit to do on the weekend. So now I'm just, like, going ham, uh, for better or for worse. So I woke up at 6, and this was not my choice. I had to take a piss. And I woke up, and as I'm going to the bathroom, taking a piss, I look at my phone. I got a text the night before asking, hey, do you want to go to a bar at 7? 
And I'm like, 7 a.m. or p.m.? <laughs> like, I was super confused. Well, he just said 7. And going to a bar at 7 a.m., this was my roommate, and it wasn't necessarily characteristic of him. Not to say that he doesn't drink and have a good time, but, you know, 7 a.m. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then as I'm, like, finishing up my piss, I get a response from him saying, okay, I'm going to grab the bathroom after you. I'm like, what? So we ended up going to watch a soccer game at 7 in the morning, Arsenal game. And we get there. It's like a British pub. The bar is run by British guys. And one guy's talking a lot of shit. We had Irish coffee. We watched soccer. It was a good game. We got dim sum. And yeah, it was just ass crack of dawn. Just drinking. We've already started. And I'm ready to go back because I have a bottle of champagne and a cup of orange juice waiting for me so that I can have mimosas. <laughs> but, you know, getting back, we've already had some drinks in us and the Ohio State game is until 12. We got back at like 9.30, 10. So already we've been drinking and, you know, it's way too early for this. And football hasn't even started yet. Um, American football. So we got we nap and I'm woken up by my roommate again and he's like, Joe, I'm ready to shotgun a beer. And I'm like... What? Oh, oh yeah, sure. Let's go shotgun a beer. I love shotgunning beers because I'm obnoxious. And he's like, okay, how do you do this? And I'm like, how what do you, do you mean, do how this? do you do this? So it's the, yeah, that was the thing. Because it's like, this dude's a, he's a year older than me and he's just as into football as I am. So I'm like, wait, really? And I like got so giddy. It's like, I'm going to get to teach you how to shotgun a beer for the first time. This is the best thing ever. <laughs> and we shotgun a beer and we proceed to watch football and I'm just drinking this whole... I have a big old glass mug that I got at Dave & Buster's because there's nothing to get at the prizes for Dave & Buster's. It's this big old glass mug. I just pour it with a whole bottle of champagne and a cup of orange juice, and I'm just nursing that motherfucker. And we watched football. And so Ohio State game concludes around uh, 4 o'clock, I guess. Start at noon, ends at 4 and now we got to go to, well, we don't have to, but we are going to a concert at Berkeley. And we had some friends come over, uh, and we had a long discussion about how we we're going to get to Berkeley, because that's over in East Bay, uh, separated by the bay, and none of us have cars, or none of us are willing to drive, because this is going to get heinous um, at some point in the night. So no one wants to drive. And so one guy's like, let's just take an Uber. And we looked at the price and it's like, well, between the five of us, that's a $10 Uber. It's not a bad deal. Like, yeah, let's do that. So of course that went about as well as you expected. Like traffic on the Bay Bridge is a nightmare. It took us like an hour and a half to get there. But, you know, (laughs) yeah. But between five people, it was still relatively economical. It was still a bad decision. I don't, actually, you know, I don't know if it was a bad decision. It was a decision. We'll leave it at that. But we could have taken the BART. Would have been a little bit more inconvenient and about as expensive. So take that for what you will. But we get there. And one thing that you need to know about the posse that we roll with when we go to these shows is there is a onesie cult that part of us are a part of. Um, 
Max, one of my my other roommate, has a cow onesie. Yes, I'm no, I'm aware of the onesies. The onesies are great. Oh yeah. Oh shit. You're right. Well, for the people at home, yeah, we have the cow <laughs> onesie, the the infamous cow onesie, who probably sad cow onesie, sad cow onesie, getting up there in retirement. It's had a lot of stuff in there. Um, <laughs> one guy was wearing a unicorn onesie. Another dude had a Yoda onesie, and then I was offered, um, at a very reasonable price, a sriracha onesie. And of course, I was like the actually I was the only white dude in the group. I think no, there was another white dude. But the point being is, going to a concert in Berkeley, it's pretty much all Asians, like. Like ninety percent, ninety five percent, maybe ninety five is pushing it. Still, a lot of Asians. So everyone's like, "Oh, look, that's such a white boy thing to wear." Like he's wearing the sriracha, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm wearing the sriracha. I'm fucking sriracha, bitch. <laughs> Check it. I got my green hood. It's like a cap." But yeah, getting into the venue. But dude, like, so it was a nut. It. I almost thought I was gonna die. So this venue, the Berkeley Theater, it's the Greek Theater, it's an amphitheater, and they tried to wedge, like, what felt like 5,000 people into this tiny-ass, like, stage that was meant for, like, Theater 101 classes, and I thought I was going to get crushed to death. The bunch of freshmen being way too rowdy. I saw a few, as I was walking into the venue, there were some freshmen like stumbling out, like looking like they were ready to die. It was like a, the scene from Saving Private Ryan, storming the beaches. <laughs> One guy was like wandering around looking for his mom. So, so just some reason Vin Diesel was there. Yeah, Vin Diesel was there. Uh, fucking Tom Hanks just screaming shit. <laughs> but it. it it was like one of those like it was this really weird thing where it's like I mean I'm all about having like an obnoxiously rowdy time and getting way too drunk but it's like guys it's 7 o'clock in the afternoon and these freshmen are dying and they're dressed all nice and shit like (laughs) you know button ups and I'm like and here I am in my sriracha outfit just like riding a buzz that I've been on since 7 in the morning and it's like guys amateur hour over here goddamn freshmen but yeah, it was, we all almost died. And then it wasn't until, so it was three acts, uh, uh, Francis Dillon, Tiesto, and then it ended with Slushy. And Tiesto was the big guy. Well, big guy. He was the one who I think was the main draw and he was the second act. So after Tiesto finished up his set, it almost, it cleared out like, it went from a hot, swatty, sweat, hot, hot, swatty, hot, sweaty blob <laughs> of just like fucking young kids, and then it became this. You could start to feel the breeze. Like that's in that's when you realize that people have left. It's like, oh, what's this feeling? It's <laughs> it's cool air through my hair. It's so nice. So you know, but yeah, so. That happened. That was September 10th. We finally got back at like maybe one or two in the morning. And it was just... And then the next day, I went down to San Jose and watched the Bengals game. Like... And that these are... This is like... This is not like an isolated event. This is almost every weekend. Like not yeah. every weekend is a show necessarily. And I'm not necessarily getting up at... Se- I am getting up at seven. 
I don't think there's been a single Saturday yet that I have not gotten up at some like stupid hour and just started my day. For better or for worse. Yeah, I definitely don't do that. <laughs> I sleep. I'm, I'm like the inverse of like you and everyone else. Like on the weekdays, I usually like clock out at like eight and I'm up at around six or seven. And then on weekends, I clock out at two or three in the morning and then I wake up at seven. I don't know why. It's pr- slowly killing me. It's quickly killing me. Let's be honest here. I catch up on sleep during the weekday. I don't know. I get bored. So, yeah, it's... And... Yeah. That's... All of that. Some some days, some weekends, when I'm in the right state of mind, I think to myself, I've been drinking way too much. I'm going to get fat. I need to slow down. But I'm also really hungry. Getting fat from drinking is the least of your problems from oh drinking. dude i i yeah, i'm gonna die of cardiac arrest i you know i should just like go whole hog into like some nefarious shit because at this point like i it's been too tame we need to kick it up a notch but no it's like you know after a day of drinking and shit like that you're like well i'm hungry but my body hates me i hate myself but I need food, I think. My brain is telling me this. <laughs> so I like got this genius idea. I'm like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to order a burrito because it's late at night and I don't want to leave because I might get assaulted again. And what I'm going to do is while I'm waiting for that burrito to get here, I'm going to drink an ass ton of water, just a metric shit ton of water. So that way I'll probably eat a little bit, but I'm not going to eat this whole super burrito. Because honestly, I probably shouldn't be eating a whole super burrito at this point in time. Oh, you totally should. You should eat a eat a mega burrito. That's what well, you should do. Well, you're in luck because me, I pounded probably about, nah, probably about uh, almost two quarts of water. Not quite there, but almost two quarts of water. So, of course, I'm feeling pretty like full. I'm like, oh, God, I can't do this, guys. Uh, uh, I can't eat food. And then I get the burrito, and I look at the burrito, and I'm like, I I shouldn't eat this whole burrito. Five minutes later, the burrito's gone. It's in my stomach. And then I just, like, lie in pain and question my life decisions. And, and that, I don't know. It's, that was the logic going to my head. It's like, I'm going to drink water. I'm not going to be hungry. And then I was hungry still. <laughs> But it tasted so good. And now exactly. I want a burrito right now. The delicious burrito. I want I could a burrito. Go for burrito. I could go, let's go get burritos. You've got the best burritos over there. I'd, I, we have some pretty good burritos. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, like it. It's this weird thing where I don't necessarily want to say that the burritos are like night and day good, but there's just a level of like street grease to them that makes them so much more palatable than something like, like Chipotle feels too dry now. Like, I mean, I'll still go for a Chipotle burrito, but the difference between a Chipotle burrito and a mission burrito is mission burritos are made with love. And by love, I mean fat. Exactly. But it tastes so good. Oh God, I'm so hungry. Oh no, what have I done? (laughs) So, 
But yeah, no, otherwise, uh, yeah, no, I've like, I've played jack shit. I've been playing a lot of the Katamari, Tap My Katamari game. And that's like it, dude. Like, I gave up on that game. So I like kind of gave up on it until I realized that I could just like make my Katamari into a star and get stars and then that will give me gifts and now I've gotten to a point where I'm really good at getting it up to a point where it's economical for me to cash out and get those stars and get more gifts. And I, the numbers are getting bigger. I don't uh, like it when I like it when the numbers get bigger. So you know what other game where the numbers get bigger that I've been playing? Uh, slide two. No, I didn't Damn write it. it down. I'm but sorry. That, number, I, that was a bigger I, number. I, I tricked you. Nah, no nah, shit. Adventure what? Capitalists on PS4. How How is... So wait, do you have to pay money for that? No, it's completely free to play. Uh, the only money that you pay is if you want to buy the like the, the, the gold I currency. I did not actually know that it was free to play. This it's is news to me. completely free, and yeah, just literally just whenever I pop on the PS4, I pop a few things, and then I just play the game I'm actually going to play, and then I come back and, you know, rinse and repeat... So, so how, what is the advantage, what, what makes the PS4 version more appealing to you than literally any other platform that this game is on? Uh, trophies? Ah, shit. How are the trophies? Because in in, in every other way, it's, PS4 is a terrible place to play this game. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a good, like, it's not easily accessible, you have to boot the thing, like, that's why I say I only do it when I'm going to play another game. I just pop in for like a minute hit all the buttons, and then go to something else. Does it do, like, offline? Like, does it... Do you get... Accumulate anything when you're offline? Is uh, it yeah, able to do that? and people have totally... You, this game is totally cheatable. Like, you can That's totally go thought. offline, adjust the clock ahead, like, 30 years, boot back into the game, and you've got everything. That's what I thought. But okay. I'm playing it. I played it for realsies, Joe. For realsies. I don't know if that's something you should be proud of. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. I don't know. It's, I mean, if it's like any clicker, though, like you can advance it 30 years, but like the numbers get so grossly massive at a point, like it doesn't, you know, the rate at which you are accumulating money or currency is not enough to like, like, you know, tap my Katamari right now. I'm in like the R's, like it goes up using like kilo mega giga and at some point it just quits and says okay now you're at a now yeah, you're at b yeah i know that so That's, you get you get to you're R, double a double b like <laughs> yeah double a double b and and then it then it gets to capitals at some point it just goes back around to capital a capital b but that's the thing is like it's a you know when if you are making like one R of currency every every hour and you advance it 30 years that's still a, that's still like only an additional like oh I don't know that that's barely an additional like multiplier of a million or something like that or 10 million you know oh, yeah. like that that can that but that's why considering you, how far you've come that's why you reinvest it and then you put the clock back and then go forward again and just rinse and repeat this just sounds. Uh, I mean, if if it's for the trophies, I guess. I mean, I've I've never done that, but I know that a lot of people have. 
And you can tell that I've never done it because I've only gotten two of the trophies. <laughs> but if you wanted to get all the trophies real fast, that's does the way. Does it have a platinum? It, I don't think so. I can check, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't. I don't know but, what the policy is on platinums anymore. Me neither. It seems really hit and miss of like, well, some of them, some really small games that are, some really random small games have them. Like, Yeah, like it, it used to be pretty like definitive. It's like, oh, downloadable games do not have it. And then retail versions do. And then at some point they stop doing that. But they still do that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it got to the point where... We've gotten to the point where there isn't like a difference between a downloadable game and a retail game because all retail games are downloadable. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a platinum, but there are... Let me see. One, two, three, four, five. There's like, gonna... there's like seven bronzes, four silvers, and a gold. That's a That's a fairly even distributed that's yeah. not so bad that's pretty good they done good you done you done good you made sensible cho- trophy choices i think maybe i don't know not a, I, I i would need to look at them they're pretty sensible they're all just like hey reach this milestone hey do this thing buy this many buy this buy th- buy this many like buy a hundred of this, buy two hundred of this, buy seven hundred and seventy-seven of this. Get it? Seven, seven, seven. Yeah, um, it's the lucky or it's like slots, lucky slots, lucky slots, slots of luck. So then, what games have you been popping into when you're done with Adventure Capitalist? Just popping, just popping. So with Forza Horizon Three coming out, I've been kind of. I don't want to buy that game. I mean, I do want to buy that game. I really want that game really badly. And it came out today finally. But I've been like, uh, I'll buy it and I'll probably play it. Not that much because... And I have this back catalog of other racing games. So I was like, okay, I'll try playing Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. The, the PS3 version. And hopefully that'll hold me over for Forza Horizon 3. And it's like, no, this is not the same. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit is an okay game. It's decent, but I played that Forza Horizon 3 demo, and damn, that is a good... That There's just awesome. a point where you can't go back. Like, you'll want to go back, but you can't. Well, the, the thing is, um, I don't know what it is, but I just, I guess I don't really like the Need for Speed handling model very much. Really? It's too loose. It's too loosey-goosey for me. Yeah, I, I haven't played a Forza game, but that's something like... You know, I used to love racing games. I mean, I still like racing games, but going back, or not even going back, but playing some others. Like, I remember when Grid 2 was free on PlayStation yeah. Plus, and I played that, and that shit felt like I was in water. Yeah. Like... I know, I know, absolute, I know the feeling. So swimmy. And I'm like, are all racing games like this? And then I played... um. What the fuck was uh, the PlayStation Drive Club? And that one, same deal. I lost control so frequently, even when I was braking when I thought was proper. Yeah, I didn't like that one either, as far as handling is concerned. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure what it is, but like, um, like Burnout, I can get those controls pretty easily. They're looser than Forza, but they, not they grip too the ground better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but then Forza, it's very a very tight control. Like it, it's 
you feel really good playing it. And yeah, I was like, okay, let me try this Need for Speed game, which by the way was made by Criterion, the same people that made um, the Burnout games. But I, I think they're just like, well, we since this is a Need for Speed game, we need to use the Need for Speed handling. And man, it is loosey goosey. Like you, it's one of those where you tap it and you like kind of swerve a little bit too much, and then you try to yeah. correct. And it, you keep trying to correct until you're just swerving back and, and forth. Then your car just barrel rolls down the fucking road and it's like how did we even get to this point yeah uh man yeah looking at forza like i yeah i've never like really played a forza game but i i think this was the first one where i actually kind of like watched someone play it like actually watched and i did not realize that it has the degree of customization that it does oh it's ridiculous <laughs> yeah like i'm not a like I, yeah i'm not a gearhead like i'm not super into cars but like i do kind of like that rpgness of racing games like upgrading your car and getting new stuff and outfitting it differently so it handles and it's like oh wow this is actually a lot more i thought it was treated more like a uh, I mean, not like a burnout because it's more semi than that. But I thought it was more like this is a this car comes in one package and one package only. Yeah, and you can turn assists off or some shit like that. It's like okay, standard fare. Yeah, I usually keep the assists on, and typically I just do the auto tune. But um, I love checking out the different skins that people have made, like the different liveries and different paint jobs, like. It's pretty like they, there's just like a lot, really a lot of cool ones, and I like to check them out. And they have the oh, what is the mode called? It's this mode that you can just kind of like look around the car and see what's inside. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know what it's called either. It's almost oh, it's called Auto Vista. That's what it is. Auto Vista Auto Vi- mode. That's a fuck fuck that name. <laughs> but it's almost like hey, we're gonna. It's almost like a showroom. Like, hey, we're gonna try to sell you on this car. Like, I could totally see someone being like, "I want to buy this car," but there's no, there isn't like a easy way to just look at this car at like a dealership right now. So I'll just look at it in this in the game, and it's like, yeah, I can look <laughs> at the inter the internals, and uh, I can look at the like the different paint jobs. And I wonder at some hmm. point if they like request a kickback, like. I don't know how like licensing with cars work in the context of video games, but I would wonder if it's like, hey, yeah, so we're going to model your car from the ground up and make it look as pristine and nice as possible for people. Like, is, can they treat it like ad money at that point? Like, I don't know like which direction money goes in at that point. That's a... Uh... I mean, like, that's, I mean, I think they're licensing these cars, but yeah, at a point you wonder like maybe would it behoove it, the car manufacturers yeah. to start paying them? Like if, there, if, if, if it was a car that they weren't going to put in originally, but they're like, Hey, if you put our car in, cause we want to get some like mind share about this thing out there, we'll pay you this amount or whatever. Yeah. Like, huh. It could be advertising for your car. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, there's some marketing genius, uh, at Microsoft who's like, okay, at some point we can probably try to bill this to them as we are selling your cars. I don't know though. Yeah, but the thing is, and I was waiting until release day to see Digital Foundry's kind of breakdown of the game because I wanted to see, mm-hmm. okay. 
how does this thing run on the PC? Because it's been real hit or miss with these Windows releases that they've been doing. Like, apparently, oh my gosh, I keep wanting to say Alan Wake, but it's by the Alan Wake developers, but it's a different guy's name. They 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 name their games just some dude's name every time. It's like okay, I don't remember, but the PC <laughs> version of that was like a a nightmare as far as performance wise. Like the mm-hmm. the specs on it were like multiple times more than what an Xbox One is, and it ran it about the same. It's like okay, uh, <laughs> hmm. but for this, so here's what Digital Foundry has to say uh, about Forza Horizon Three. Um, it's one of those where, yes, you can run it comparably to what Xbox One has and even make it look better with very modest hardware as long as you're okay with 30 FPS. If you want 60 FPS, you have to have like a fucking like 980 or like a not a 980, 1080 or like a Titan to get it mm-hmm. to run at 60 for some fucking reason, I, I think basically, like even Eurogamer was kind of weirded out by because like they look at the they look at the performance profile and it's like for some reason we can run with a Titan at 4K at almost lock 60 as long as you turn like a few things down, but then we run a 970 at 1080p and it can't get much above 30 FPS. That's really weird. Like this should scale a lot better than that, because <laughs> we're you know four x the resolution on it the ten probably should, yeah. But I guess their thing their their thought is probably the engine because it runs on thirty on Xbox One. Probably mm-hmm. the engine is designed for thirty, and so it really takes a lot of extra horsepower to get it beyond that. That like has to be the case because like I'm I mean the game looks nice, but I mean from it looks what I, it looks really good. It's I one of the best so. Xbox One, ge- the be- one of the best looking Xbox One games I've ever seen. Maybe it's just then what I saw of it because it, it it looked flat to me. The uh, specifically the racing sections, maybe it was the speed. I'm not sure like what filtering they're doing, but like some of the colors felt flat, or there I didn't think, seem to be a lot of shadow. I think a lot of that might just because. A the lot aesthetic. of what they show is like been Australian oh. jungles and shit, and it, it's all greens and browns. That's true. I mean, like, well, not even just like the color scheme, but like the texturing. Like, it didn't look. Yeah, you, know, you know, when you have shadows on rocks and shit, you know, it's pronounced and yeah. detailed, and it didn't seem to have that particular level of detail on some things, like. But I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe maybe it was also like the the stream I was watching in 720 or something. Maybe yeah, that just doesn't I, play well. I would say because I've played that demo on my Xbox One. I would say once you actually see it in motion, like it's pretty gorgeous. <laughs> okay. Especially considering it's like open world. Like it's not a uh, closed track racing game. Right. Um, you can't optimize it for uh for what the player won't see. Exactly. Because they'll be able to see a lot of things. And the one the part that is really looks really good is are the skies, the skybox. Okay, yeah, the the skies did look good. Yeah, and like I was like cuz I re- I read an article about it. Apparently they literally went to Australia with like super HDR cameras and just set them up and just video recorded the sky. 
and like that's how they made their skybox. Like obviously they did some editing, some clipping, and stuff like that. But that's why their skyboxes are literally just like this is what the Australian sky looks like. We recorded it for like twelve hours straight and clipped it all together in different in different um you know different uh weather types and times of day. I mean, at, they're basically it's at a point now where you might as well just take like ultra high resolution photos of textures and just slap them onto stuff like who needs an art department <laughs> as long as you're not making block people and entering the uncanny valley territory like you could feasibly do that i think with most any texture in most games yeah as long as you're going for the realistic realistic art style it's the tessellation i think where that might get tricky though i'm sure there's people much smarter than me that can make that into an algorithm you're already doing it with height maps I'm sure you can just grayscale a texture and figure out how to do that someone is gonna figure this out oh yeah like yeah it's it's inevitable we've gotten so far with so much else like this seems (laughs) it's not I wouldn't call it trivial but it seems like well it's much easier to program an algorithm than it is to fucking make a car drive itself and yet here we are so but um, yeah. So Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Yeah. <laughs> Start yeah, talking I'm about st- that and moved right into Forza Three because guess what? Oh. One's better, probably. I mean, don't get me wrong. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit is fun, but it's one of those games where it's like, yeah, it's fun, and I'm probably gonna f- completely forget about it in like a few months. I just don't want to go to back to last gen racing games. Also, yeah, I feel like a lot of racing games, especially in the PS3, Xbox 360 era, okay, a lot of them, with the exception of, like, Burnout, a lot of them, like, lacked personality. Like... Yeah. I would... Yeah, but yeah they all I would felt say very so. sterile. The only ones I can think of that really had um, personality were... Oh my gosh, what was... Split Second. You remember Split Second? I remember Split Second. Like, that had a good premise... But there was nothing about that game that jumped out at me saying, oh, yeah, this is split second other than the, you know, cart race aspect of getting power ups and stuff, you know. So you're thinking of the wrong one. I'm you're thinking I, of what the, about the other one. That one. Remember, the, there were two racing games that so came out was, like the same day. There was one that did power ups and then there yeah. was another one that changed like the track. That's and split shit. second. Split, split second, second was the track tra- changing one. I was thinking of that one, but I got the concept. See, this is what I mean <laughs> by they lack personalities. Like I know, I knew there were two games that came out that did things like that that were more like for fun or arcadey. Yeah. But that's the thing is they didn't capitalize on the arcadey aspect. They weren't doing like an outrun thing of like oh wacky racing. It's like no, no totally. It's- Other than the like track changing, Split Second was pretty much a straight up racing game. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, and I felt it's the same way with Grid. It's same way with Need for Speed. I feel like Need for Speed has not been interesting in forever. Uh, The only, the one that really caught my interest recently, but I guess it didn't catch my interest that much because I didn't actually buy it, was uh, Rivals. That was the one that was open world and you could just kind of, it like did the, um, it did the journey thing where it would just, match you up with like five different people that were online in the same oh, world. Yeah. Was there was that 
what was the was that the only gimmick? Wait, was it Rivals? Is Need for Speed Rivals? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, Need for Speed Rivals. Is that the one with the like fake United States? Is that do you know what I'm talking about? I'm not sure. I there was the open world of the United States game that came oh. out and was like mediocre. No, that that was Need for Speed the Run. I played that Fuck, one. Dude. That game's a piece of shit. Really? That bums me out. It it run okay. When I say it's a piece of shit, I mean it runs really poorly. Oh, okay. It was the first it was the first racing game that they've ever they ever ever ran on um Oh, what's that EA middleware that they use on like everything now? Um uh Dice Engine? Uh no, middleware? It's, like literally everything EA does is on that goddamn engine now. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, Frostbite. Frostbite, yes, it was the first racing game that, that was ever in Frostbite. So they even said they even said afterwards that like yeah, development was a nightmare. We were doing wait, everything for the first time. Is the run where they're driving across? Wait, they're driving they're, across the country. It's one but, giant race across the country. No, no. So I'm talking about another racing game. There's too many Need for Speed games. <laughs> I know. I don't even think it's Need for Speed. I think oh. it's. Uh, but that's the thing is, see, this is the fucking problem with <laughs> racing games. They're all the. It's like it's not the same shit. They all have their one little fucking gimmick, but then they have literally nothing else to like separate them. No, I'm talking about the one that came out like probably in the last like year and a half. Okay. Where it's like fake United States, and you can drive anywhere, and it's open world. The crew. Oh, the crew. The crew. You mean the one that I put in the news? <laughs> oh God, the crew it's been is under free. our nose the whole time. I didn't even look. Oh my God. Yeah, I downloaded the crew. I haven't played it yet though, because it's it's free. Uh, Ubisoft is just giving it away because I guess they couldn't sell it, so they're just giving it away to everybody. <laughs> see that? It, see, man. Get, fucking racing games. Get your shit together. Even uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe I guess they must have a really hard time when your main character is not even a person. When it's like, a car, yeah. It's a car, yeah. It's a disembodied voice. So it's like I don't know. In some I racing games, there aren't even people in the cars. <laughs> yeah, I know. Spooky, haunted, fucking racing games. I don't know. I don't understand why it's so difficult to make a goddamn car game with some personality, but whatever. I don't know. I don't know. What slide two? Let's get out of here. Let's eject from this slide I played, two. I played some slide two. Did you though? I, I made you it further unsure. into slide two. Oh, you did. I could How much finish further? slide two probably in a couple hours. In the in the couple hours. In the couple hours. <laughs> in the couple hours. I just need to finish slide two, and then I can go to slide three, and then I can go to slide four. Oh God, I forgot there was a slide. Four. Well, I mean, I kind of thought there was. I knew. I knew deep in my soul there was a slide four. The long-awaited sequel. The long. Apparently, slide four has a time travel storyline, so I kind of I'm really excited for slide four because. From what I've heard, Sly 3 is almost just kind of like a repeat of Sly 2. How can you tell when a video game franchise is running out of ideas? They introduce <laughs> a time element. <laughs> but actually, though, Jack 2, what? Crash Bandicoot 3. How could they run out of ideas on the second game? It's because it was a bad game. They, Dude, <laughs> okay. 
I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spend too much time shitting all over Jack too, because I've done that plenty of times. But you're asking how they could have run out of ideas. That's a good question, Peter, because that game tried to like replicate the GTA open worldness thing. Oh yeah, like Ev- everyone was doing it. Um, did, yeah, Every- everyone was doing it. No load times, Joe. It all streams in. Uh. Yeah, it is actually really interesting, like, the context in which, like, at the time, that was... It was a big deal. It was a big fucking deal. But now now no one cares. <laughs> it's literally, like, yeah, like, literally every game, even the single-player games don't, like, you know, linear games don't even tout that shit. It's a big deal when Burnout Paradise was like, we're not going to have load times, and it's like, guys... You're, please, we need load times. Yeah, they eventually I, patched that patched that one in. As they fucking should, because your novelty shouldn't trump my convenience. You know what's funny, though? Memes. Forza Horizon 3 also kind of has the same issue. Really? Does, Where they won't let it, you restart challenges? So it has fast travel, but you have to unlock it by beating like a bunch of challenges and it takes quite a while to get there i haven't obviously haven't played the game but just from what i've been reading around the one of the complaints was this like you still have to drive around the world a lot because you don't get fast travel till way late i mean it i wonder if there may have been like some play testing involved in that decision because it's like i mean I, i i have this issue with I've had this issue with like Fallout and Bethesda games where it's like the minute you reach that fast point, that fast travel like marker, you like don't really pay attention to the surrounding area. Like you don't really explore. I don't know. I think I think it's smart to have players like kind of have to get a lay of the land before they can just like oh, yeah. skip over everything. But I yeah, I don't know how involved the process it is to unlock the markers. So maybe I'm wrong here. No, I mean. I guess it depends. It depends on the person. Because for me, like even going back to like burnout, I almost always drove to the place unless it was like really far away. So I I probably wouldn't bother me. But I know some people are just like, no, I want to fast travel. I just want to do the events fast, fast, fast. Do do do. Go go go. It helped with burnout though, because you could have shit to like pick up off the side, like the the billboards and yeah the gates and shit. Whereas I'm not sure if. I mean, this thing has some stuff like that, right? Yeah, Forza Horizon 3 has... So I'm not sure if they added more stuff, but I know that there's there are billboards, but they're different from Burnout billboards. They're not nearly as fun. Um, mm-hmm. They're just like road signs. Like, you know, like the, the, this, the road signs on the side of the road. That's just what oh, they are. Oh, yeah. Hell and, is real. Yeah, and then um, there's like points that you can earn by doing tricks and shit just like hey you want to do some like uh if you just uh do some spit like get some air do some uh drifts and try to chain that stuff together you get points and then you earn skill points mm-hmm. um and then there's different skill points for like going fast like there's a bunch of skill point challenges basically that you can do and there's little um i don't know they have like little events where it's like hey there's some bowling pins and shit you want to knock those bowling pins over there's a car in this here barn that you can just steal. Exactly. That's also a thing that happens. I would like... Wait, do they ever address, like, the the meta involved with that? 
Like, is it ever like, yo, you're a motherfucker stealing cars out of people's barns? <laughs> um, Does no one acknowledge how fucked up this is? From what I've played, it's just like, you found the classic blah, 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 blah as a bar, bar, you uh, didn't bar, find, barn find it, you stole it. No, they, they, you're they, a they, thief. <laughs> they, they, they have a more optimistic outlook about it. Boy, would I love to just like open up someone's fucking garage and be like, I found the Grand Torino. I'm now driving the Grand Torino. What a classic. Absolute madness. What a classic. Uh, that's up. Uh, oh, I was going to stop you, but I can see that you're with those Forza guys. You go right ahead and get on your way. <laughs> so. You spoke earlier about encountering some freshmen. Ah, uh, fucking freshmen. I, Not fucking freshmen, fucking freshmen. I encountered some freshmen as well. That's awful. This past week. I'm sorry. So I matched with someone on Tinder and... Dude. I, no. I was just like, okay. She's like... No. Usually... Wait. Whoa. You don't know what's going on. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know, but okay, go ahead. So Tell usually um I try to like narrow down the age range to be above 21, but I was like, "You know what? Screw it. Let's put it down to 18. Let's see what's up." No oh, god. So match with Famous some 18-year-old and she's like, "Well, I I have work this this and day, blah blah blah." And she's like, "How about Wednesday? We can hang out on Wednesday being tomorrow." But then randomly so this was last week. I was like, okay, well, whatever. We can hang out next Wednesday. That's fine. And then randomly on Thursday of last week, she's like, actually, uh, the plans that I had kind of got canceled. Is there anything like you want to hang out? I'm like, sure. That's really random, but sure. <laughs> so she oh, comes Jesus. over. We just kind of talked for a while because she was over pretty late, actually. I was like, okay, well, this is interesting. And then her friends from school are like snapchatting her and shit about how like this is this is how I knew that I was like this is the point where I was like oh shit right being a freshman in college is a lot different than being 23 and almost 24 um like all their all their messages was like oh man I'm so drunk right now oh my god oh my <laughs> like it's not it's never it's never like oh yeah this is like how is this is going blah 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 and just happened to be drunk it's just the entire conversation was just repeating yeah this is great we're so drunk right now. this is awesome blah 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 I'm like wow I guess yeah I, we did do that didn't we we did do that <laughs> and then we did then they use the Snapchat calling feature which I've never seen anyone actually use so it's like. There's a calling feature on Snapchat? Yes, you can call what? people and do straight up like video chat. And they're like, oh, we're so sorry. We didn't mean to. We're just so drunk that we pressed the call <laughs> button. <laughs> we're like, okay. <laughs> and then the one this one of the girls that's on the other line is just like, wait, who the hell are you? I'm like, hello. She's like, yeah, um, I'm hanging out with. Oh, she's like, oh, is that that Peter person you're talking about? Have you guys fucked yet? Jesus. <laughs> and then she's like, hey, because we're not, we haven't drank anything because I had work the next day. It's like, yeah, this uh, this uh, conversation is way less funny to those of us who are sober. Exactly. But then it just turned, it just kind of devolved into, well, first of all, then she was like, what? It's not like I haven't done it before. 
because apparently they are bi and have had sexual relations in the past. I'm like, oh, okay. Hmm. I'm learning a lot right now. The plot thickens. <laughs> and it kind of just evolved into the the drunk person on the other end begging that we would go get her some chick, uh, some McNuggets from McDonald's. Oh, God. <laughs> and She's like, they're only that- like... They're only like six dollars. Just get me twenty McNuggets. That's all. I'm so hungry. Please. Wait, is, is this on Thursday? This is all on Thursday. Yeah. And are is all of her friends freshmen? Are they all freshmen? Yeah, they're all eighteen. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> like what? It's not even okay. It, it's not. It's not even October yet. They've no. literally been in college for less than well for about a month. Yeah, it's been about a month. They're already getting trashed and begging strangers for chicken nuggets. Exactly. <laughs> what? Like, I don't, I'm, I mean, like, I mean, okay. As we all know, it's not exactly like we were party hardy freshman year ourselves. No. But even, hmm. But once we did, Man, I mean, we did some dumb shit. <laughs> I, I guess so. Not that dumb, though. I'm just trying to figure out how many people would be like, well, one, when I'm drunk, I don't, like, call people. Or if I do, if I do contact people, it's, like, really quick one-off. Like, I'm not engaged with anyone over a phone. So, what? Yeah. it's really funny how they were just like, yeah, no, let's, like, have this long conversation. No, with- this was, like, more than an hour. And they yeah. kept, and they kept, like, um, they were so drunk and kind of out of it that, for some reason, just my presence was, like, Mess, like kind of upsetting them so I would stay out of frame she's like well thank god that guy's gone and in my head I'm like I'm not gone I'm just out of frame you idiot that's not how phones work yeah like it's like where'd you go don't move they can't they can't see you if you don't move it's like no that's not how this works it's like yeah so they're like yeah so they're engaged in like an hour plus conversation while drunk and then she's oh, like sober on a Thursday evening with a tender date like yeah what is, who are these people like on the one hand Apparently. on the one hand I want to be like yeah they're totally like party hardy freshmen but then on the other I want to be like you guys are lame right now like what are you doing go have fun <laughs> or something I don't know well that's the thing is and I even had conversation with um, not with the, pe- the drunk people but with her beforehand before the drunk calling was happening yeah because she was like oh yeah I drink I'm like yeah whatever you know you're in college that's what I would expect even though you're underage yeah. And then I was just like, so what do you like to do when you're drunk? She's like, just, you know, just sit around, hang out. I'm like, you don't, like go out, you don't go around and like do things. She's like, not really. I'm like, I mean, yeah, sure. You're underage, so you can't like go to a bar or anything. But even before I was of age, like we would run around outside and do stupid things. If I to remember be, correctly, to be fair, I would think, okay. So like one thing I'm going to hazard a guess and say that they've probably been drinking well before college because yeah, she said that she had her first drink when she was like 16. Right. And I mean, well, I mean, and that being said, like when you're in high school and you're under like that supervision, it, well, and if you're growing up in suburbia, especially like, I mean, I don't know these people's stories, but like, what are you going to do? Like what they're do you, most definitely least, suburban suburbanites? Like, yeah, like, I mean, I mean, at least like, I don't know with Rose, it's, I kind of enjoyed walking around Rose just because I didn't know the layout so it's kind of just fun like messing around and then ohio state is just like oh that's just one massive playground for me exactly 
because like who knows what you're gonna find but yeah like if you're young and you're not like you don't you can't exactly walk anywhere you can't exactly drive that's why anywhere, you gotta like, live in a college town it's you true it. no you have to like no I mean I actually now that I think about it I feel like that was like so like I didn't drink freshman year but you know a lot of like my roommates and my fellow yeah. same, fellow same here did. same here yeah and that pretty much every night devolved into them coming back at like one in the morning and someone usually broke down crying and it was pretty entertaining for me <laughs> because you know it's like this is you're gonna f- be fine tomorrow like this isn't actually that big of a deal but it's just like yeah now that I think about it, a lot of it was just people sitting around being drunk yeah. this is weird this is a weird evolution we've but then undergone eventually it got to we are sprinting down the road to try to chase Joe yeah <laughs> <laughs> can't catch me you I'm you all, are it's like, fast no. when you are drunk you are fast really <laughs> well because yeah it's I, like I, I, I just i always tell you like dog slow down i'm gonna puke if we keep going at this pace and you just keep going <laughs> <laughs> that's true i like i don't know like oh yeah on the one hand i mean this is pretty common like when you get drunk to a point like you just like block out your body telling you that you are going to die <laughs> if, you exert yourself too hard i think also like i mean with saving for a few exceptions i also feel like i've paced myself and to such a degree where i'm super fucked up but my stomach has like nothing in it i think that too yeah my my love of vodka probably doesn't help yeah, <laughs> you know, you only you only have a few ounces of fluids in you, but it's enough where it's like, okay, now I'm gonna be an idiot. Whereas everyone else was like, you 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 especially because you like your mixed drinks, but you know those yeah. take a little bit longer, and you're gonna have a little bit more fluid in you, and yeah, so fluid. I I wonder if I could hold up now. Like I I've been out of I haven't worked out in a while. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah, dude, you're I not mean, logging like, you're not logging any uh any workouts in Connect, now, man. Yeah, now hang now. I I I keep I keep my steps up. I walk a lot, a metric shit ton. But yeah, no, no I have not you been You definitely beat me. You beat me in the steps, that's for sure. Oh yeah, no, but yeah, cardio-wise I've like fallen off the wagon. Yeah. It's just been life's gotten in the way. Yeah, totally. I get it. I've I've been trying to run a lot more because I signed up for a 5K and I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> Yeah, no, the five gate, uh, five five k, five k is a, uh, it's a good starting point. I did a five k once. Once, <laughs> once. It didn't help that there were hills in that five k though. That kind of sucked. Uh, that part sucked about it. Yeah, but yeah, we'll have to. I'll have to put that to the test at some point. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna hang out again tomorrow. So we'll see what happens then. If their her drunk friends will call again or not, or what. they probably will. They always do. They always, this is what they do. They know they, they knew that that she was hanging out and they just called. Of course they are. Yeah, of course they're all like tight with each other right now. They haven't branched out. They their their drinking group is still amongst themselves. Yeah, they they don't got uh, parties to go to. My favorite part was one of them was like, I'm on a diet. I'm like, you're on a what? diet, but you're drinking and getting wasted. She's like, shut up. <laughs> yep. That's, that's typically how that goes. That's usually how like drunk person says stupid thing. 
you're like, wait a minute, that thing you said was stupid. And then well, they're like, like, I have no rebuttal. Because she was like, because one of them was asking for McNuggets. She's like, I can't have McNuggets. I'm on a diet. It's like, but you can drink these extra calories. To be fair, I'm well, not to be fair, but like, I'm see, like, I. I was alluding to this at the beginning and now it's like kind of reaffirming what I was thinking is like, cause I like hung out with like a freshman once as a 22 year old adult male. And that shit's annoying. Like that shit got old real fast. Yeah. I have a feeling if this, if it keep, if it goes again like this, I'm going to be like, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm too old. And that's the thing. It's like, Oh, that's the weird thing. I think I made like one remark about like, man, I remember this shit. And she's like, what, you too old for me? I'm like, no, just I remember this shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what? No, I, I would have been like, maybe, maybe I am a little too old. For, well, no, you are. I'm actually, you know, I will say it, you, you are. But that's beside the point because, <laughs> it, well, because that's the thing is like, I feel like, you know, drunk people are drunk people and they never really like, it can be annoying, but I feel like it, as people get older it gets annoying for different reasons yeah like i feel like freshmen or anyone who's like in early college who's a drunk is like notoriously whiny for some reason i don't know why i've just known a lot of whiny young drunks and then as you get older the problems that start to rise from being drunk usually shift in some way i don't know it, it can be any multitude of reasons either people break the law or get aggressive but i just know i've had a whiny drunk freshman yell at me to make them food before (laughs) to which point i told them to fuck off but that's me let's move on to news news there's not very much there isn't very much especially when the first thing is about palmer lucky spending a fortune on anti-hillary what does this even mean what is a fortune okay he didn't spend okay when I say when I say fortune, I mean hey, he's like a millionaire, almost a billionaire, and okay, so there there was some news that came out, and this <laughs> upset a lot of people um, that they found that Palmer Lucky was he had donated, I think it was like ten thousand dollars or something to some uh, group that works to make anti-Hillary memes and post them on the internet. And then there's some okay. other allegations that he might have been a part of this group and helped with some Twitter posts, though that hasn't been confirmed. And actually he's kind of refuted that even though some other people said that he did do it. So there's some, there's some gray area right there, but, but basically a lot of people from the game industry got really upset and some companies though they might've pulled back on this some companies were like we do not support uh like you know racism and all this other stuff and we do not support palmer lucky making all these bad things blah 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 even though we have oculus games blah 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 mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a bad look yeah it, it like whether it's like i mean in a lot of ways it's over- overreaction like okay so he donated some money to some group like people that happens but it definitely is not a good look it's not good pr for oculus that's for it's sure not, it's not good pr but also i think the thing is like this probably wouldn't have been as big of a deal if he had actually backed an official sort of like or some more a more official 
buttoned up organization. Exactly. This seems more like just a bunch of random people trying to cause trouble by making memes and posting them to various places. Like, yeah, like I'm not, I know, I'm not sure if you do go on Reddit a lot, but there's like the subreddit, the Donald, which is basically, (laughs) it's basically 4chan, but unironically in support of Donald Trump. And that seems to be what this nimble America has ties to. So it's like one of those things where it's like, it's just annoying. Like it's not even effective, like political campaigning. It's just basically, he's basically funding 4chan. Exactly. And that's why I was like, yeah, it's not the worst thing, but it definitely doesn't look good. It's not good. Yeah. Like I would, I would think less of someone if they supported this. So yeah, it's actually, that's interesting to me. Huh? Yeah, probably shouldn't be doing that. Uh, Forza Horizon End of Life. This is the first Forza Horizon, or is yes. it the French? Okay. The first for- Forza... Blah, 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 blah. The Go first on. Forza Horizon <laughs> for Xbox 360 will reach End of Life on October 20th. It originally came out in 2012. Um, and basically what End of Life means is the servers will go down, and you will mm-hmm. not be able to buy the game, nor will you be able to buy the DLC, at least the digital versions. Uh, Obviously, you could just buy the disc uh, from a store if you wanted to. Um, But the reason why this is upsetting to some people is that Forza Horizon was the free game for gold this month. Oh, really? So a bunch of people are like, I literally just fucking bought this game. I literally just got this game and you're shutting it down? (laughs) That's, uh, That's really weird. Why would they do that? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> did they just did they just put it up there because they knew that they wouldn't have to like dedicate any resources to supporting it after the month? I mean like, it's possible. It's totally possible or some people are thinking, "Oh, they probably did this cuz they're going to put it out at free and then people will get a taste of it and then they'll be like, "Well, now you have to buy Forza Horizon 3 to get support." Cuz Forza Horizon 3 is coming out this month as well, so. So you won't be able to buy the game unless you have buy a disc. Basically. Yeah, you won't be able to do that or buy the DLC. It's all going to get delisted because it's not That's being supported. That's really weird. Has that is that been common for end of lifes? I don't on consoles. Honestly, not that I know of. But I think with Forza, um, I think with Forza Horizon, I think there might be some sort of like online component that would break the game otherwise i'm not really sure exactly i'm not sure exactly why but yeah they're they're taking all the dlc off and just the servers are going down for that game hmm well you'll still be able to play the single player obviously yeah yeah it's still the single player but still that's weird that's a weird set of things to do (laughs) it is kind of weird make it free and then not have it anymore huh so speaking of free and racing the crew is free this month because Ubisoft realizes that the game was yeah. not the best it could have been yeah it's part of their uh, the Ubisoft year of free games or whatever so they're having a free game each month and this month is the crew and I downloaded it but I haven't booted it up nor have I played it yet so have you grabbed it yet Joe I w- 
So this is free. So this is through. Uh, is this through UPlay? Or it is, is through, through UPlay. So yeah, I haven't like necessarily been keeping an eye on PC side, but I guess I think I am going to pick this up if there's still time to. Like yeah, you've got cr- you've got a couple weeks to grab it. Okay, because yeah, the, the so like. Yeah, it always fascinated me, the premise, because, like, oh, yeah, driving around a fictional America, but it's, like, a fictional America with, like, real-life landmarks. So, you know, recreations of the real world is always a thing that fascinates the hell out of me, because I always like to see where designers, like, make compromises or cut corners in order to best, like, replicate something without doing it one-to-one. And so the idea of an entire United States seemed really cool to me and it seemed to be cool to everyone else. And then it came out and everyone's like, eh, it's just, eh. Yeah. And apparently I, it, it was not a, it wasn't a bad racing game. It was just like, yeah, it's a, it's a racing game. Yeah. Which that's what surprised me. Cause I'm not necessarily sure. Like with, again, with as generic as racing games are, it's really fascinating to me how anyone could be. So, well, anyone could decisively say that something is, eh, good or bad unless it's just absolutely miserable so yeah no I'll, I'll definitely pick this up I, I, I've I been wanting to look at this but of course the reviews put me off yeah. Um, we can make a crew we could we could make a crew or we can make a drive club or we could just never play any racing game <laughs> together except you know, for Burnout Paradise you know you made a really good point we've had this ability in drive club to make a drive club this whole time and neither of us has done that so I don't think it's going to change with the crew <laughs> Like, again, yeah, from the limited time that I spent with Drive Club on the 24-hour stream, I believe it was? Yes. Yeah, that, like, one time, I'm like, I'm good. This is a racing game. I think that's that's the most disappointing part, is I want to enjoy a racing game like I did Burnout Paradise again, and every one I've gotten into, it just feels like the same like it's not the same game, but it's just like there's a soullessness to all of it. There, there has not been that leap yet. Like there was a big leap to Burnout Paradise of like, oh shit, open world racing. Like this is a thing, and it works online like fluidly. And then since then, every other game has kind of aped that, but hasn't really progressed into a new like. Well, this is like the gold standard again, or anything yeah. Like, that. like you show me screenshots of every racing game to come out like side by side in the past like six years i don't think i could tell you i i couldn't differentiate any of them probably i mean there might be some slight like graphical differences that i could probably make a solid guess at but i could not definitively tell you what was what uh yeah especially when if you're like especially if you're like comparing like gran turismo and forza it's like well they both look really realistic and yeah i can't really tell which one's which yeah, it's kind of the same with, like, snowboarding games, honestly. It's, like, with the exception of, what was it, the SXX one or whatever, the the one that was, like, just bananas. Yeah, SSX and Cool Borders and... Otherwise, it's <laughs> just people, like, just going down a mountain. There's, like, nothing else to it. It's like, nope, we're not going to, like, do any crazy aesthetics or weird-ass shit where you're flying over helicopters that are exploding. We're just going to... <laughs> keep it keep it keep it pure wasn't pu- is that another driving game is pure a driving game am um, I crazy you know what is that the name of a driving game pure let me let me let me see look look that shit up yep 
That's a uh, no. It's a uh, it's a um, quad bike racing. Quad bike racing. Ah, uh, okay. I got real excited again for a minute. All right, never mind. All right, it's interesting. Uh, it got it has an eighty five percent Metacritic, but it has a six out of ten on Steam. What is that user ratings? Yeah, I never I never trust user ratings. It's the most <laughs> garbage thing ever in the world. People, you can't trust people. Only robots. Speaking of robots, PlayStation 4 software 4.0. It came out. How stable is it? I mean, it has not crashed for me. Great. There have been slight visual changes. I think you noticed them. Like the the, the notifications are white now instead of being black. So the, oh, the whitewashing of the PlayStation. <laughs> so what you're telling me is Sony is pro-Trump. Yep, totally. All uh, right. Well, I'm glad we got that out of the way. <laughs> they, uh, they've changed the... When you know how like you can hold the PlayStation button and a menu comes up in game. Yeah. Now it's it it only takes up like part of the screen, so I'm not sure why that matters, but it, that's what it does now. Um, they've increased like the amount of time that you can record when you're posting to Twitter. Oh, perfect! Just so, exactly. Yeah. Great. And uh, yeah, stability improvements. Uh, there's folders. I have yet to make a folder. I just, I don't have that many games to justify it. I mean, I'm kind of getting there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. It's for me, it's easy enough just to go to the whole list. Just go to the library, and yeah, you have it. Like, hmm, is and, that it? Oh, is, oh, the new, the new loading. Have you noticed the new loading animation? I've, dude, I've not turned on my PlayStation Four in probably about like three weeks okay so the new loading animation is actually pretty nice it's just the the playstation symbols and they shuffle around <laughs> that's this was a 4.0 yeah this was yep. a this is a numbered release Mm-hmm. i don't hmm the the other the other main thing that came out with it was the hdr support so that oh, might have okay. been where most of the work went but that i don't probably have was. I don't have an HDR television, so I can't see that. <laughs> How much are HDR televisions going for now? Four thousand uh, less than de- that. It depends. Uh, so four K HDR. Yeah, that's what I mean. Well, all okay. only only four K TVs have HDR. Um, uh, it depends. There are cheap ones that you can get for around a thousand, but apparent from what I've heard, it's really not great HDR. Like you, it's one of those where like you get what you pay for. So the cheap ones, yeah, you get a thousand, but it's not great. The ones that actually have really good HDR are many, many thousands, like up to like four or 5,000 between like three to 5,000. I would say this is the thing that always like drives me nuts about TVs is you always have the higher priced ones and the lower priced ones. And you hear nothing but nightmare tales about the lower priced ones, but the higher priced ones are still too expensive for you to justify shelling out the cash. And then by the time everything is at an affordable and reasonable price, I feel like the next big thing is already on the horizon. And I just want to kill myself. That's what they want to do. Because, yeah, because for a while I was like, oh, 4K. And then finally 4K TVs are cheap. They're like, but wait, HDR is a bigger deal than 4K. It's like, well, then, okay, I guess I'll wait another two years. It's like, then son of a bitch. Yeah, it's... One day, I'm thinking two uh, like two more years from now will be the time to update upgrade to 4K. I I think I'm going to need. I think for me, if ever that happens, it's going to be a bulk purchase of me getting a TV and getting whatever device is outputting it 
to it. Yeah, same for me. It's going to be, I'm going to get a TV, I'm going to get whatever 4K box there is, and I'm just going to get 4K computer monitor and a 4K capable desktop. I'm just going to go all 4K, just all at once, just get it all over with. Just, yeah, the the fi- the upgrade, the end-all upgrades for two years. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is no such thing as future-proofing. Oh, what a sad state of affairs. What a, what a sad reality that we live in. I got, speaking of sad reality, I got invited to, like, a viewing party for the first presidential debate. And you which, didn't go. So, so this is the thing here. So, I do not, I'm not very, like, so, how do I articulate this? Like, I have my, my convictions, but I do not put them out there ever, like, at all, unless it's, like, yeah like related to my work or my industry at which point even then I don't speak out a lot about it but you know you get some drinks in me I'll open up to you um I mean it's not like I'm hiding anything like unreasonable I I'm pretty liberal the all point the, being all is all the scandals all the scandals yeah all the all the insane I'm actually supporting a uh, Jill Stein meme uh, organization <laughs> who are out to defame Gary Johnson, who's the real threat to our freedoms. Oh yeah, let it be known. Three <laughs> percent uh, of the vote, real threat. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like as we all know, th- there's chemtrails in the air, and the oh. vaccines are giving our children autism, and no one's saying anything about this. This is important stuff. The, the point being is, I got invited to this uh, presidential debate, and the person who did who invited me is like pretty outspoken pretty outspoken liberal which you know that's not necessarily a problem i have a lot of friends like this the problem the problem i do have is she's very like ready to like you know if if she's ready to fight she's ready to fight but she's also like one of those people who's not afraid to like make a generalized statement about people because they hold a different political view than hers like i i agree with her on 95 percent of stuff but here's the thing it was also a drinking party it was let's go and like watch the debate and get fucked up which again i'm not inherently opposed to this premise there was a drinking game and so yeah i watched everyone died yeah, I watched it with someone, and we thought about doing the drinking game, and we were like, okay, let's just watch the first few minutes, and they're like, and we were counting on our fingers how many drinks we would have taken. I'm like, okay, within just the first few minutes, we would have had to take like five drinks. We're Let's not do that. We're going to die. Even, even the rules <laughs> that were like super specific were g- killing people. Exactly. Like, that was the worst part. But so that was the thing, though, is it's like... It was basically an unholy mixture. So that's the thing is I would agree with her on probably 95% of everything, but I feel like there would be like one or two things that I would play devil's advocate with. And here's the thing is like when I'm drunk, I like recognize that I can't articulate things very well, but I don't want to leave things on the table. Like if I make a point and she makes a counterpoint, I want to make my counter counterpoint, not necessarily maliciously, but just because... Yeah, that's how I am, and so I could. I was just envisioning how, like, what a clusterfuck that would have been. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I love you guys to death, but I cannot do this. I'm not doing this with you. And the funny part was, she invited like 35 people, and I think only two people showed up. Like, it was just. Oh jeez. Yeah, I mean, it, again, it's not like indicative of who she is. She's they're fine people. It it was just one of those things where it's like this is like the most dangerous setting for me to be in. With totally. anybody, because yeah, someone's feelings are going to get hurt, even if we don't mean them to be. I'm gonna be real with you though. You didn't. 
really miss much because it's kind of the same the same old shit i yeah i picked up on the highlights i was actually like expecting you know people have been saying this for a while they were like oh yeah no after the republican primaries donald trump is going to straighten himself up and become like more moderate to appeal to the general that's the thing he did no such thing he did no such thing. <laughs> if anything, like, he was worse than ever. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. That's like what. That's what's so funny about it was. Yeah, I was ready for him to become a robot at some point and only like answering things as they were rehearsed. And yeah, no, you're you're right. All the highlights I've gotten out of this is like, oh god, like this is amazing. Ah, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't want to debate about like political views or anything, but outside of either of their views just donald trump has no etiquette when it comes to that shit and he just interrupted everybody and didn't care and i was like dude he's, you're, you're he's an very asshole. easily baited see that's the thing is it's like any i feel like most people would understand it's like hey it's about my personality more than it is necessarily about my issue like my stances like the Republican base is still going to vote for Trump because that's just how this works. That's how which, politics has worked. Which is sad, but yeah. It's sad, <laughs> but you know, pe- people people vote for what they want to hear, even if it's insane. The point being, though, with, with Trump is like all he has to do is look like a sane human being and he could probably sway a few moderates. Like Exactly. You know, but he just seems so insane. He doubles down. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it's like act like a fucking decent human being, dude. That's he like, always doubles down. He never admits that he was wrong. Right. He always doubles down on the wrong thing rather than saying, "Yeah, you know, I made a mistake there. I I think this now." Instead, he's like, "No, I never thought that." It's like, but even dude, if we he have, thinks we have written down proof that you said this at one point, he's like, "No, I never said that." It's like, but even uh, if he thinks he's right, own it. And not and don't be like an interrupting asshole about it. That's the thing. Is it's like exactly. if if people who were voting for Trump had an issue with those things that he said, they wouldn't be voting for Trump. He already has those people on the issues. Totally. Just like, yeah. It's clear that he has supporters for those for those reasons. But man, what about the reason of like having someone that can actually have a conversation with people. (laughs) That's the thing. Like, that's why I think Gary Johnson appeal. Like, here's the thing. Like I like Gary Johnson, but if you like actually kind of like dive into his politics, you're kind of going to nope out. Not, not because he's like a heinous human being, but you know, like he, he's for private prisons. He doesn't have a lot of experience with, uh, you know, foreign policy. So there's a lot of things about him that doesn't make him a good candidate, but because he presents himself as a sane, rational human being, he's convinced 7% of America to vote for him. Totally. And uh, it just makes me wish that a third party could get more leverage, but because like just the fact that he wasn't on the debate just means that he's not, no one's going to think about voting for him. Cause like, you know, like, yeah, I mean, even if I voted for him, it's like, well, 7% is like a drop in the bucket when the other two are going to get 40% each or whatever. Right. And so that's the thing with Donald Trump is he's, he's already, he's like pulling like 45%. Like he's not, I mean, he's not, I don't know. There's still a very he, real he's chance. He's in the running. He has a good, yeah, he's got he, a very, very so, strong chance. So imagine him, not interrupting people and acting like 
a normal person, I think that could easily sway an additional five to seven percent, and that would probably yeah. be enough to put him over the edge. So that's the that's the that's the worst part is he's he, not smart enough to realize that. Yeah, if if he can put it together for the next two debates, then yeah, I could see him getting some more support. I'm sure there's going to be a campaign strategist telling him that. There, I, I it, just don't think he listens to them. <laughs> I feel like I. I was about to say it's like I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but it's like, wait a minute. It. Yeah, we. I gave him the benefit of the doubt going into this first debate, and he completely blew it. So yeah. All right. That's uh. This has been an eventful episode 100. What an episode. Do we got any more skeletons we just want to like dig out? Like, let's just final. This is it. This is us making our announcement. We are no longer a gaming podcast. Political In cast. In fact, we were, some, some might argue we were never a gaming podcast. From the start. From the start. We like, we, we, we started off with our round table. We dipped into some games we were playing. We dipped out of that. And into like drunken freshman rants and then back into news. And now we're out of that. And now we're talking politics. My God. And that's the weird thing though, is you know me, I don't give a shit about politics, but for some reason, this election, I'm interested. It's, <laughs> it's so zany. Yeah. No, like I, I'm the same way, dude. Like I did not care about the 2012 race. I did not care. I barely cared about the 2008 race. This one in particular, though, it's just like it's been so bananas. It it's just, been it's it doesn't even feel like it's real. It feels fake. It, it feels like, especially with like the Republican Party, it's like okay, these past few elections, they've presented candidates that were probably not like the they were probably the best that the party had to offer, and then they had some like massive missteps that led them to like lose. This one, I feel like, is them taking all of the lessons they could have learned, thrown them out and doubling down on the crazy. And that's yeah. like, I think that's what makes this so fun is it's like, well, after this race, I'm really curious to see what 2020 is going to look like because either they're going to get worse or they're going to get better. If they get better, great. Everyone wins if they get better. But if they get worse, like how, how much further can you fall? Like, I don't know where you can go from here. Yeah, I, I'm just really confused because I, ah, for the longest time, I would always say, eh, whatever. I could vote for either side, but this time I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I, I, I can't have this madman. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like Romney and McCain for all their faults, at least they seem capable of being reasoned with oh totally they they they're people and they can be talked to and then there's trump who's like my 10 year old son is very good at cyber we He's need good better at cyber, cyber. <laughs> we need better cyber it's God, like dude what were I, you even trying to say with that i don't even understand like the point he was trying to make i don't think he understands what computers are children are our future was he trying to make like a statement about education in the same sentence as our our 
internet security or, or i just like the concept of when asked about our cybersecurity, he's like well my son's really good with computers so you know we can figure it out i wonder <laughs> if he just wanted to call out his nephew just to make his nephew happy or or his son or whoever it's his son it was. yeah son it's it's like yeah you see that i mentioned to you on national tv and his son got real excited it's like you literally only did that for him like, no one benefits from this statement you just made. We are all uh, collectively dumber for what you have just said. I just love... And it, he started off really strong, too, with his statement about how he has the best words. The best words. Only he was the just best. Like, it's, it's all words. It's all words. But my words? My words are the best words. You know that. It's like, what? <laughs> uh, you've been listening to another episode of Shit Gamers Say... We need we need to stop. Yeah, this is. I couldn't help myself last night because someone, someone that we both know, messaged me and was like talking about the debate, and I was like, "How did we watch the same thing?" Because we got. I feel like we saw almost. It's almost like they watched a completely different thing because they're like, "Wow!" Like completely the opposite of what I was thinking. I was like, "Okay, sure." Uh, we can talk about this off air. Yeah. Vi- oh my god. Vi- visit our website sukinithums dot com. There you'll find links to dot our gov. podcast or dot gov. Oh shit! I was <laughs> That's a, actually I almo- don't don't, I, don't do it. I almost asked you if we could reserve that domain name, and then I realized why that's a problem. Only um, government agencies can. <laughs> exactly. Duh. Um. Yeah. Visit our website. We have links to our iTunes page and our YouTube channel, something, something. You find us the following places. Just use our gamer handles that are posted in the description of this podcast. You can find us on PlayStation Network. Find Peter on Xbox Live and the Nintendo Network. Find us both on Steam. Find us on Twitter. Send us emails at kinnythems at gmail.com. Have a great weekend and hopefully another great four years and everyone register everyone vote please register i i don't care who you vote you're running for, out of time vote. you need to re- just vote no uh, you know what no only vote if you're voting for the candidates we want to win no no i want everyone let's, to vote no they should let's vote not, for who they believe in this okay so this is my biggest pet peeve is people are always like my grandparents especially like no you should vote it's your civic duty it's like grandma and granddad if you understood what i would be doing with my vote you would not want me to vote <laughs> you're only saying this because you still think I'm a straight-laced Republican. Don't worry, my parents already know. They my this is a this is an actual line that my mom said to me. She's like, "So I guess our votes are going to be canceling each other out, huh?" <laughs> I was like, "Yep." <laughs> yep. I I don't know. actually I would love to talk to my parents more about it because they know where I stand and I think that they're rational enough to realize that Donald Trump is insane, but it's just like yeah, it's everyone, like I don't know what they're gonna do. Uh, My aunt's can, we, voting for Gary. Okay, we need to stop. Yeah, we gotta. Don't get cut. <laughs>